Hey y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode 39, and uh, as always, I've got Hans from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel with me tonight. Hey Hans, what's going on? Man, if I were any better, I'd be twins. I can't complain. It's another, well, we, su- we survived Vegas, we're back, and uh, it's good to be back. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm glad there's only one of you. I think one is one is all the world can stand. The, the good Lord broke the mold when he made juice, you know, you know. Could you imagine hey, my poor wife with two of us running around? Like oh, that? my goodness, no. No, I cannot even <laughs> begin to imagine. She'd be in the crazy house. But, right. hey, folks, uh, thanks for sticking with us another week. Again, this is episode 39. Uh, this is going to be our episode uh, called the Shot Show Recap, basically recapping what happened uh, last week in Vegas, uh, or most of it anyway, because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But uh, with that said, we are glad that you're with us another week, and we just want to say uh, thank you. Please like and subscribe the show everywhere. We're at uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. That's a great place to follow us. We know a lot of y'all are watching our videos there, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a video. While you're there, check out Hans East Texas YouTube channel. That's Hans ETX. Uh, all of Hans' latest videos will be put out there one a week every week. Uh, the man is a machine. He he hardly, if ever, misses a week. So uh, be sure to subscribe there. And while you're there, just go ahead and check out Outdoor Legacy uh, gear as well. You can find me and subscribe. You can find Hans also on Instagram. You can find Outdoor Legacy there as well and on Facebook. Uh, you know, if you ever want to call and leave us a message at the Late Night Vision Show, we have a voicemail line. No one will answer the phone. Just call, leave your name, and we might play your message on the show. We'll leave out all the uh, incriminating details, no names, phone numbers, <laughs> anything like that. Uh, the number to call is 903-833-4461, or you can send us an email with show suggestions, comments, compliments, insults, whatever it may be. And that's the late night vision show at gmail.com. The late night vision show at gmail.com. Uh, I'm sure I've left a few things off there, but hey, I'll tell you this most important uh, that is, if you're looking for a thermal scope, you're looking for night vision, you need advice, uh, you call Hans and I at 877 350 or ease on over to outdoorlegacygear.com. See all the thermal scopes and night vision right there. And like I said, you can always call us for advice, help, pre-purchase, anything you need. We're here to help. That was a mouthful. Did I miss anything? Uh, I think you got everything, except, you know, you did say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And I I will tell you this, you and I came back unscathed, but my wife's been in bed sick ever since we got back, and yours came back in a knee brace. We're not going to tell how I everything happened. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but it, exactly. it, the guys survived. How about that? The, 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 the men survived Vegas. I think that uh, you know it could just be that the ladies are getting older, but well, I don't know. Hope, uh, hopefully they don't listen this week, but we're just going to let that go. We make, Can we edit that? Can uh, edit? No, no, there's no yeah. edit buttons in this episode, but you know what? Uh, we did have a good time. We, you know, we did. I, I tell you, it was a lot of fun going to the – this was my first SHOT Show. It was a lot of fun. I mean, just so many people. What, 60,000, 70,000 people, they said, yep. attend. Yep. And mm-hmm. it was a mad house in there. And, you know, it's it, all the hype is real. It's it's definitely, uh, you know, all the booths and everything. It's, it's something to see. Uh, but you and I worked – I mean, I was there for two days. 
And you and I nonstop. I mean, we were, you know, trying to produce the show, trying to go to the booths and 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 shoot clips for the past episode, episode thirty-eight, live from the shot show. And it was just one right after the other. And it was either taping or talking about product. And uh, man, I, I was wore out every night I got back. It it was yeah. Hans was they were there for what three nights? Three nights, yeah. Three nights, yeah. So they got there middle of the day on Tuesday, which is the first day of the show. And I was over there pretty much all day. Uh, I had meetings, so I was already pretty worn out. Han shows up, and, and he's like man on a mission, ready to roll. And we go in there, and he's like, we got this. We got to do this at this time, this here. He was dragging me around, and I was already tired. We got through. Uh, that afternoon, and, and we had a, a, another interview and meeting for the late night vision show that night or that evening. And uh, we went back to the room, do some editing, and we both crashed and burned for about yeah. 15 yeah. minutes on the on yeah. the couch. And we do definitely want to thank Jeff Murray for the interview. That was uh, a great thing to do. He, you know, during the show is a crazy time for him, even more than us, and for him to sit down mm-hmm. with us for over 30 minutes and, and talk about new product was great. But yeah, Jason literally, literally said, we've got time for a 15 minute nap. <laughs> and, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. We were out rolling, uh, out to do an interview. So no, we had a great time. Uh, look forward to doing it again next year, next, you know, hopefully we'll take a little bit more time to go buy some other booths. You know, all of our time was dedicated to night vision, but there were some other cool, you know, hunting related stuff and some, some, uh, rifle companies well, and ammo companies and all that. So, We just have to be careful because what I found was all the time that Hans and I spent working was time that our wives were left unsupervised. Oh, that's true. And unsupervised women in Vegas normally means they're spending money. And so uh, I think they were... They were finding all kinds of stores to shop in. And I know that, that before we went out there... Uh, Amanda was asking me, she said, Hey, uh, you know, she loves going to get a massage, loves to go to the spa. And, you know, it's not something she does a whole lot, but, but I, and, you know, let her indulge herself because she puts up with a lot. And she said, Hey, uh, I want to go in Vegas. Well, anybody knows Vegas just means it costs three times as much. And I'm uh-huh. like, Okay. And I said, I tell you what, uh, Hans has done a lot for uh, the late night vision show a lot for outdoor legacy in, in 2018 and uh i really don't feel like repaying him in any way but <laughs> his his beautiful wife crystal is the one who's really put up with a lot i said so why don't you and her go and you know i'll pony the bill and, and you know y'all go get a massage little did i know that go get a massage means noon to 4 or 5 p.m., half right. a day. So I honestly haven't even seen the bill from that. I don't know, Hans, but, uh, you know, I may be coming well, to live with you, sleep on your couch when I get that bill. Well, after this discussion <laughs> and them hearing that, you're definitely sleeping on the couch. But I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> my credit card company called me and said that they uh, they heard that my credit card was about to catch on fire. It was being used so much in Vegas <laughs> at stores I've never even heard of. So uh, Yeah, exactly. They said, they said, go get that credit card. That thing's about about to catch fire. Um, so, but, uh, oh, Hey, man. thank y'all again for joining us this week. Again, episode 39 and what we're going to do this week, you know, last week in the live show, you got a chance. We were at the booths. It was crazy. You know, we we're trying to talk about as much product as we could in a short amount of time. And, and you know, talking to Matt at Envision, talking to Jeff Murray, the, the VP of sales for, uh, Pulsar, Pulsar and also showing different product. We didn't really have a lot of time to talk much about it in depth depth, but what we want to do this week is 
kind of run down all the booths that we went to, the night vision thermal booths, and kind of give a recap of each visit, each booth, uh, and again, some of uh, the, the different products that we saw and what we uh, were impressed with and what we were kind of underwhelmed with. And this is kind of just our our post-game SHOT Show 2019 Las Vegas episode. And please, I know all of you out there are, are sending in topics. Keep doing that. Uh, we've been so swamped with everything getting ready and we've, you know, we've got our show topics lined up here, you know, a few months ago, Jason and I would sit down to do a, a pre-show plan and we're like, okay, what we're going to, what are we going to talk about? But here lately, that's two months. It's everything's been book solid. So uh, keep sending in those topics. But right now we're going to talk about uh, kind of our, what we saw at the show and run down the booths. But, you know, the first thing Jason, I want to talk about is our visit to the Trigicon booth. And, uh, you know, obviously, Trigicon... Speak, speaking of underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I guess that was good timing to bring that up. Uh, went by yeah. the Trigicon booth and, you know, really didn't see anything new or exciting out there. So that was kind of yeah. what, we were, what we were left with. I, I don't think we spent much time in the booth at all. To tell no, you I mean, we, we knew that was what it was going to be. But, you know, the thing about SHOT Show is you just always hope that there's going to be some surprise. And right. and there used to be more of that. Now I think we're seeing stuff getting leaked on purpose. I mean, leaked is, you know, maybe not the right word. But uh, Sneak Peeks released more and more information. To be honest, it's kind of disappointing. I, I like to go out there and get big surprises. But uh, no surprise, Trigicon didn't have anything. You know, they did release the, uh, the REAP IR Type 2s uh, back in, you know, summer of 2018. So that was kind of their news. I think that everybody's still just is waiting with bated breath for the day that that Trigicon comes out with something new and has some of the cool features that everybody wants internal video recording maybe battery packs those sort of things and uh again no real surprise but they didn't have anything new and i don't think we're going to be expecting to see anything uh, anytime soon like that from them so yeah just basically the the same old same old from them and hey I guess when your stuff's that good, you don't have to do a bunch of new new stuff. So well, yeah, when you're the big dog, you can kind of just do that and sit back and and let it come in. But you know, still, we've talked about Trigicon a lot here lately. Uh, the product stands for itself, and you know, maybe next year they'll come out with something brand new. But yep, yep same old stuff from Trigicon. Still great stuff, but nothing new. Yeah. Well, we went by another booth. You know, we've mentioned this on the show very briefly, and it is Psionics. They have the small digital night vision handheld unit called the Aurora. It's something new that uh, has kind of been making some waves on social media, a little bit on YouTube. Uh, There's been some reviews done on it. There's been some uh, kind of back and forth uh, between some of the Psionics guys and some people that have used the products. And it's kind of like, what are the claims that it'll, you know, this little unit will do, what it won't do. And so I think we might have mentioned this already, but Psionics reached out to us. Uh, they sent us a unit to use. Hans has had that. Uh, I think he's fixing to send it over my way. I'm going to do some testing with it as well. And, you know, maybe something we talk about on the show. But, you know, they reached out to us, sent us this unit and said, hey, come see us at Shot Show. Shot yeah. show. So we went by their booth and, and talked to those guys there. Yeah. So we've got more information on the the Aurora. Uh, we'll be doing some more testing. I'm sure we'll do a video with it coming up and maybe uh, do an exclusive something type of review for an, a future show. But 
Uh, Jason definitely needs to have that in his hands first. But so uh, we also went, uh, as you know, if you watched last week's episode, we went by the Envision booth and and spoke with Matt. We had a great discussion with Matt. We actually got to see the unit, got to hold it in our hands and look through it. And man, every time we talk about it, every time I hear something or see something, I just get more and more impressed. And, you know, looking at the unit and looking through it, I'm I'm still even more impressed. So, you know, very excited about that. Yeah, I definitely, I agree there. You know, the unit, I wanted to see it. I wanted right. to see it with my own two eyes. I wanted to touch it. I wanted to feel it. The design is very nice. Mm-hmm. I do like the composite housing. I don't know exactly what that material is. It looks really nice. It mm-hmm. feels good uh, for a left, uh, for not well, I'm right-handed, but for the, the uh, a guy like me who believes that that right-handed people need the controls on the left side, uh, that's really good. I, I did hear uh, you know several people saying, "Why are these not on the top?" You know, be kind of universal, and I understand that. Uh, I did think they were they were fine on the left either way, but I liked them. I was kind of surprised how intuitive they were, the way those buttons were laid out. Uh, you know, this button does that, and this is up, and this is down, and I don't know. I thought it was really you know, well thought out. Yeah, and and looking through the unit, one thing that you pointed out, and I noticed as well, is when you, uh, you know, magnify the image, it, mm-hmm. you know, it the pictures still look great. And I know you're in a convention hall and you're staring at people, you know, fifty yards away, but it still sure. it didn't blur up the image. It didn't, you know. I'd love to see it on a hog at a hundred yards or hundred fifty yards, but man, I, you know, I was, I was super impressed. And like you said, um, seemed pretty lightweight, just hold it. They had it mounted on some, <clears throat> just some, you know, skeleton rifles basically. Uh, but the unit, I, I love the way it looks. Um, you know, I do love the, the housing on it. And, you know, I, I continue to say this, that I think it's going to be a great seller and I can't wait to get one in our hands so we can test it. And we're from everything, what we're hearing, that's going to be pretty soon. So, uh, yeah. we'll just wait and see on that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a great unit, and I I don't know. I mean, and, and I told Matt this. I told Matt before shot. I said, I want to see it. I want to see it with my own two eyes, and, and, and they know this. They know that they're uh, behind the eight ball in the fact of they've got to prove themselves in this industry, and that's no secret, and that's no insult to them. Uh, we know that, yes, they've proven themselves in the private uh, market with – uh, or maybe the government market, law enforcement, they've done done great things there. Uh, but until you're in the consumer market, you've I mean, once you get in there, you've got to reprove yourself. You've got to start yeah. at the bottom and claw your way up, and they're doing it. And so it wasn't that I don't trust those guys, but I told Matt, I said, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see this unit. And then when I saw it, I'm like, dadgummit, y'all did a yeah. good job. I mean, yeah. for, for your first consumer scope, really, this is, this is a great, yeah. great job. And so... I think it's going to be popular, and I think there's going to be a lot of people that give them a chance. I think the price point, I think having been out here with the Atlas before, so, you know, it's not like it's the first time they've ever dipped their toe in the market. And and Mm -hmm. everything we've seen personally with the Atlas, uh, the ones we've sold, everybody we've talked to loves it. So I think this is going to be no different, and I'm ready to to get our hands on it. Yeah, so the the, the Atlas... 25 millimeter uh, starts out at 1.75 base magnification, $5,900, just in case you didn't know or you didn't hear it before. $5,995. $5,995. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yep. I want to make sure. All right. Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, be breaking Matt price here on da- the show. Dang so, yeah. yeah. Dang near $6,000, $6, but yeah. uh, you know, a, a, 
really deep discount compared to Trigicon, no doubt. Right. And then the mm-hmm. uh, the the Halo ALR, which is uh, starts out on a three and a half base magnification. That one's what seventy five hundred. Yeah, I think it's seventy four ninety five. I believe is the price. Yeah, seventy five hundred. Yeah, seventy five hundred. Yep. So, so those you know those are the two models that came out, and again we got to see the Atlas and. Uh, uh, stay tuned for more reviews and, and updates and videos on that as well. Absolutely. Okay, so now this subject is a, is a little touchy here. Um, I, I don't want to dig in real deep because I think it's it's a topic that uh, we're going to have to get into in another show and, and maybe dedicate um, some some more time to it. But I'm just going to, we'll, we'll go ahead and at least wade into the kiddie pool end. <laughs> and that is a, a company that has, their name has probably been mentioned less than one or two times ever on the show. And that's ATN. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not by accident. That's by design. Um, without getting into all the reasoning, uh, there's, you know, I, I think you can do your own research. There's, there's some, a lot of things that are, you know, ATN has a reputation in this industry. And so uh, I think that Hans and I have taken the approach of we didn't really have anything nice to say, so we weren't going to say anything at all. And that's kind of where we've been. Uh, We've been saying, look, we've got to talk about this elephant in the room. We don't know what we're going to do, how we're going to breach this, because, you know, we're not here to, to, you know, tear anybody down. So we just haven't talked about it. Well, as it would happen, um, ATN reached out to me, um, actually ran into one of their reps in the airport, we started talking, and uh, they they called. They wanted to, they wanted to meet with us. They wanted us to come to the booth and, and have a meeting with them. They wanted to bring in their sales team. And I told Hans, I said, "We'll go." I mean, I'll talk to anybody. And so let's let's go do it. Let's hear them out. And we had a very good meeting. Uh, there was a lot of hard questions asked about customer service and those sort of things. And uh, you know. I, I don't know. We, we can talk a little bit more about it in depth, but I think this is what we walked away with. Uh, ATN made the offer to uh, Outdoor Legacy and the Late Night Vision Show in, in Hansi's, Texas, and they said, um, we'll send you anything that you want to test, to demo, brand new units out of the box. You take them, do whatever you want with them, test them, review them, and give honest reviews. Send them back to us. Mm-hmm. No, no, nothing. No strings attached. You don't have to sell them. You don't have to do anything. You give your honest review. They didn't ask us to do anything special. Just that yeah. they said, take them. We believe in our product. You name it. Name the product. You you yeah. want it? We'll send it to you. And I think Hans and I were both like, well, you know what? What more can you you ask for? Yeah. There is somebody who believes enough in their product to say, take it. They, they told us. They said, go out. Be hard on them. Do what you want yeah. with them. And so I think we're going to take this opportunity sometime this spring, maybe maybe early summer, not sure when. I think the ball's in our court, but it's kind of when we get time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll take them up on it, and we will go out and test some of these products. They've got well, a lot of new products out there. There's so many people out there that are asking about ATN products. There's a lot of people that have contacted the show wanting to know about different ATN night vision thermal scopes and, and kind of wondering why we don't talk about it. And I know you kind of talked briefly about uh, some of the customer service. But one thing I kind of was impressed about with the people that we met with were, you know, they didn't try to um, downplay their customer service issues. They acknowledged uh, that there's they, that reputation is out there and they kind of laid out the steps that they're doing and what they've done in the last couple of years to, to correct that. Now, 
Um, is it just lip service or is it actually uh, those are actions that are truly taking place? Uh, we don't know, but really what we want to do, we want to judge the product uh, itself as a standalone item, judge the product, mm-hmm. and then we can have the customer service conversation uh, also, you know, at a later time, but let's, let's get the product in our hand. Let's see if it's even, uh, you know, what it's all about. Let's, let's find out if it's something that we need to really bring up and talk about on the show. And that's kind of, I think where we left it. I was, I was pleased with the yeah. conversation that we had. I agree. I mean, I think it's one of those things where, look, um, Hans and I have made it a point from the, before this show was ever created, we talked about it and brainstorming and said, we're going to be honest with people. We're going to tell people the truth and we're going to do that. And we're going to tell you, but at the same time, sometimes, like I said, you just don't say anything. And sometimes that's the nicest thing you can do. I do think we've got to the point where it has to be brought up, but you know what? We didn't make any promises to sell their product. We didn't make any promises of anything like that. They didn't ask us to. They just said, test our product. Right. And we want to do that. I mean, good gravy. I mean, (laughs) who am I to say I'm above testing something? I'll I'll absolutely test it. And I'm going to say this right now. Uh, I personally am rooting for ATN. And the reason that I'm rooting for ATN, what I mean by that is I want them to fix all their problems uh, and I want them to be a a viable option in this market because this is a very small market and they're already here and they're a big player and we need competition. Competition yeah. is going to drive other companies to do more good things. And so, I, I, I mean, I want it. I, I don't want them to do bad. I want them to do great. I'm rooting for them. Uh, it's just, a, again, a very, very small industry. So, uh, again, where that goes, we don't know. Where this plays out, we don't know. But as of today, uh, you know, we've had a good conversation with them. I think there were some some doors opened, at least for us to do some demos and stuff. And that's what we'll do, and we'll take yep. it one day at a time from there. So I want to turn the conversation to my kind of biggest disappointment of disappointment of the show, and that was I know what this is going to be. <laughs> I can already know why, because I've said it fifty times since we got home. Well, I, I don't disagree with this, but I, I I knew what to expect. So going uh, by going by the Fleer booth, which to me was the biggest disappointment. Um, you know, as far as size of the booth, they had a decent size booth, um, but decent. man. It was just, it seemed like empty shelves to me. I, it may not have been, but it just seemed empty. And they had, uh, they've got a couple uh, new handheld monoculars, uh, the Scout. Um, uh, so, no, the, no, no it's, it's, it's a Scout clone. It's yeah. uh, They're calling it the Scion, I believe, Scion. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. Looks, it looks just like the Scout to me. But It is, yeah, um, it is. But that was about it, and I didn't see, did you, there might have no, been that wasn't that was no 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 that was not about it that was it <laughs> that was it um that was it I <sighs> it was folks, sad I, it, I don't know yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot going on at Flair right now um there's been a lot of changes in the last six months and and you know that's again probably another half episode that we could get into uh, at another time there there's just a lot of changes and and for those that don't know. FLIR is a Fortune 500 company. Um, I believe they have close to 3,000 employees. I think they're spread out probably in every state. Um, But what a lot of people are are surprised to hear is that, you know, FLIR has not become this big giant company and, and often even kind of a household name. 
because of their thermal hunting optics. That is a very, very small part of their business. They do very large things with military, government contracts, law enforcement, marine underwater, uh, nuclear power plants. Uh, Almost every fire truck in this country has a FLIR thermal imager uh, between the, the seats. So there, there's a lot of other yeah. things that they've done. This, this hunting optics division has been very small, and just recently uh, it's kind of gotten restructured and rolled into the greater FLIR company. And uh, it's, there's just – I don't know. I think if, if I had to say uh, by just looking at what they've done in the last year or two and looking especially at the booth this year – uh, which you know, again didn't really surprise me what I was seeing, but yeah. I would just have to say it looks like someone that's not committed to this industry yeah. at all. That's what I was just going to say. They're not invested in in the hunting no. side of of the business. Um, no, you know it it was a, a kind of a poor showing from from them. So I was uh, you know really disappointed by that. Um, it's, you know it, it is what it is at this point. Uh, you know a lot of people like FLIR. I like FLIR. I like their scopes. Uh, sure. I don't, I don't like the changes that, that I'm seeing right now and have, have all of us kind of concerned about the future of what's going to be going on within that company. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I am at this point, I'm concerned. Um, I, I just think I've seen a lot of, a lot of negative changes. There is a lot of promises of, of things that are going to get better soon, but because it, 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 when it was Armasite, you got to remember, I mean, that's really what they've done. I mean, right. FLIR hasn't had anything exciting in the thermal, you know, hunting optic line for a long time. And so when they bought out Armasite uh, about two and a half years ago, you know, there was a lot more going on. When they brought in all the Armasite guys, they have since fired all those guys. And now it's just kind of back to the the FLIR guys. Even a lot of a lot of the guys that have worked for FLIR for a long time in the hunting division are gone now. And it's again, it's just a lot of restructuring. And and I think there's probably a lot of listeners that work for large corporations, mm-hmm. and they're going to understand this better than you and I, having not worked for those kind of companies. But they go, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that's kind of what's going on there. It's just a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, you hear about and, you hear about restructuring all the time, and they're yeah. going through that. Maybe they can pull themselves out. Maybe they'll show some commitment to it. Um, but mm-hmm. at this point, uh, from the showing that we saw, um, not very committed. And and, and so know. so to answer the question that that I've been getting is no, there are no new thermosite pros. There are no new weapons mounted rifle scopes. If you see anything new. What it really is is an old Armasite scope that they've rebranded and put FLIR on it. Right. Um, that's those scopes. I think the original intention, um, and I'm just speaking here a little bit of liberty, uh, kind of what I've heard and what I've been told. The original intention, you know, a couple of years ago, would have been to uh, take those scopes, improve, and make the the Thermosite Pro line discontinue all those scopes as they grew the thermosite pro line i mean that was actually said to me on multiple occasions and now they're not growing the thermosite pro line uh and they're just taking some of these these honestly three four year old scopes taking armosite's name off the side and putting flair on the side and so if you see some of that that's what it is. I talked to a guy today who was very confused. He thought there were some brand new scopes, and I'm like, those scopes have been around for almost four years now. Yeah. So, uh, w- with with that said, the only new thing they are doing is this new handheld. It is basically a 
uh, FLIR Scout with a rechargeable, removable battery. In the past, they had rechargeable internal batteries you couldn't take out. Uh, these do, but that's it. There and, and to clear up any rumors, I heard this yesterday. The guy was just adamant that I was wrong. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I was there. There are no thermal weapons-mounted rifle scopes with the 640 boson core in it coming. I mean, at least not right now. I've point blank asked the question over and over and over, and they're saying none, none right now, none. I mean, yes, they could surprise us and do something late, ne- you know, twenty nineteen fall, but as of right now, they didn't. They're not even hinting. They're not even yeah. beating around that bush. So, <laughs> you now it is what it is. Yep. Uh, last is the booth that we obviously probably no surprise to anybody spent a huge amount of time in and, and we and, yeah and we had to they had the, the most amount of stuff coming out so yeah absolutely yeah, and they, that's that's the pulsar yeah. booth and in sight mark and for those that don't know uh with again there's so many things i keep saying we'll get into it later but i mean we could we could really and we need to do it sometime we need to dive into these companies and talk a little bit more about them because i know a lot of people would like to know but without getting into all the the dynamics um Pulsar is distributed in the United States by a company called Cellmark. They're the sole U.S. distributor for Pulsar USA. And then they also, uh, Cellmark owns a company that is called Sightmark. And so uh, a lot of people have heard of them, but they don't realize that they're what the connection is. So for, for practical terms, this is, this is again, practical for for us we would say those are sister companies in in reality they are totally separate in the fact that uh you know sitemark is owned by cellmark Uh, here in the u.s pulsar is an international company but they're both distributed under the same uh company here in mansfield texas and there are some some things that cross meaning pulsar uh, their parent company, Yukon, makes the photons and things for Sightmark, and there's some battery interchanging. You know, so there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of in, intermingling, and I just call them sister companies. And for the most part, to the U.S. consumer, they are. So they're in the same booth. So we had a lot of time to spend there with all the new product. Yep. Got a chance to look at it. Uh, you know, one thing that – and Jeff even said this too, and I'm probably – right there with them I, i'm really excited about the new axions the the handheld thermal monoculars i agree uh they are small i mean palm size a little bit bigger than palm size there's four different models that start at 16.99 and go up to 25.99 uh the the, the two least expensive models do not include internal video recording the other two uh, do and we looked through them looked great felt great and i'm i am excited about that and i know people have been wanting an inexpensive or or a lesser expensive uh, thermal sure. monocular compared to the helions and this fits right into that ta- that category yeah these are going to be replacements for the quantum light xq 23v the quantum light xq 30v and the helion xq 28 those were all 1699 to 21.99 um so right now current on the market available today least expensive thermal handheld from pulsar is 29.99 that's the xq 38 helion and so it's a it's a i mean that's a there's a gap i mean there's not even a gap that's like the edge uh, to get in and so these are really going to fill that now 
uh, we'll get into the probably next week's episode, maybe dig through a little more uh, on some of the specs and, and prices on each one. I do want to point out that that 1699 model uh, is not going to be around at first. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't hold out on that one. I think you're probably going to want to bump on up to the uh, the it's going to be the key XM30 for $18.99. Uh, Pulsar was like, it's not coming yet. That's going to be a, a later model. So they did announce it, but then they're kind of like, hey, we don't know this thing's not coming as soon as the others. Right. Uh, but what what are they saying? I already have so these information overload, isn't it? Yeah. 60, 90 days, two couple months. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're definitely coming. Uh, a lot sooner than the the thermions from what you know everybody's been saying so yeah yeah i think the thermion um it's again it's nice to see this stuff mm-hmm. but it is disappointing to already know so much about it yeah i mean it really is I mean, it's kind of like think about this guys so you know it's christmas and it's fun to either not have a clue what you're getting or maybe you've got a hunch and you think you might know what it is but you don't know all the details but it just seems like once you know everything about it you're just opening the present up and you finally get to touch it but you already knew exactly what color it was you knew what it was going to look like and so i kind of felt that way i think it was like yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see them, touch them, feel them, but uh, we already knew a lot. And and so I think that's well, kind of where, you know, it's a little disappointing I'll to, ref- to not have that. I'll rephrase that a little bit. You get to open it and touch it, but you got to put it back in the box and you can't play with it. That's what it's That's more. true. For, for eight or nine months. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Call us in July or August. We might have one then. That's that's a good point. So, I agree with that. But I did like the Thermions. I, I think did, they're, they're it, nice. I get calls all the time. All my buddies are calling. The, the, the Thermion is the hottest news going right now. It and I, there's a lot of mixed reviews on the, on the looks of the Thermion, mm-hmm. you know, going to the traditional rifle scope and some mm-hmm. people kind of joking that if you if you're spotting with it, that it kind of looks like you're a pirate holding a telescope. <laughs> and oh we, my gosh, we, Jeff we, Murray's never going to come back on the show. No, now, now you're insulting that. The, but I, I will say this. Yeah, I will it's say true. this. I I kind of like it, and I you know I, I'm not going to say that I prefer it over anything else, but it's growing on me. The the look it's of growing. it. But I will tell you this: looking through it, look great. Um, I do like the the fact that it has multiple reticle colors to choose from i think that's a mm-hmm. that's an improvement right there and yeah. um huge yeah huge improvement. in my opinion in yeah. my opinion i like because yeah i've already gone through that on FLIR. i love it yeah. i think it's great so uh you know that's that's kind of the the buzz around the show the pulsar booth was the happening spot that's where all the that's where all the people were going to and it was crowded i mean no even to, even to get one of these things in your hand you had to fight off three or four different people just to be able to, just to be able to touch it you know so i, I i'm telling you there's there's no joke that was they have a, a, a large booth, a good size booth. They have a ton of employees there, reps that are there to talk to people, uh, meeting rooms, whatever. I mean, it's a very, very nice, well-laid-out booth, but that is no question as busy as any booth oh, yeah. on that whole show floor or any of the floors at the show. I mean, it was. And I tell you, you know, there's a, uh, a lot of – People that are well known in the the hunting industry were going by there and checking everything out, and mm-hmm. you know it was it was definitely that's people were going by to see the new product. They definitely had a lot of new stuff to look at and to show. Uh, and, and I know you're going to talk about the Sightmark stuff, you know, here in a little bit. But um, the Thermions, uh, again, I think it's going to be um, 
the, the buzz is going to continue to grow. People are going to get more excited about it. And I think they're ready to start uh, seeing some videos pretty soon and, and see what it's really all about. But I'm, 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 I'm getting even more excited as it counts down and we get closer. And I just wish it was July or August right now. <laughs> instead That's of, right. No, instead I, of 30 degrees in, in the recording studio right now in the barn. I was going to say, <laughs> how cold is it in the barn? Yeah. Well, I tell you, well, I think one of the dogs got sprayed by a skunk because it smells pretty bad out here right now. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Well, you know, Hans mentioned Insight Mark. Like we said, we're in the same booth there. And so the, the big news for a lot of people before this show, and I mean, it's to be honest, I've gotten as many or more phone calls about this unit than anything else at right. uh, period. And that is the site Mark Wraith, W R A I T H Wraith. A lot of people have been asking how you say that. And again, it's one of those units that everybody wanted to know about. I had a lot of, of emails and phone calls and, and messages saying, Hey, go check it out. Tell me what you think. And I hate to keep sending them a broken record, but it's like, well, I know about as much as I did before shot because they released <laughs> videos. They released all kinds of stuff yeah. from it. It's a great looking unit. I think mm -hmm. it looks really good. I think the design looks nice. Uh, I think it, it looks exactly like I expected it to. Uh, and that unit is supposedly coming very soon. Like the, my understanding is less than two months, maybe, maybe sooner if all goes well. Uh, I liked it enough that, you know, I want, yeah, I want to see it at night. I want to see exactly how it does with the infrared illuminator. It is full color during the day. So looking at it full color there on the show floor, it looked great. Uh, I was very impressed with that. I mean, it is a, uh, an HD unit. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, I've had some guys that, that asked me and, and I honestly kind of even stuck my foot in my mouth a little bit on one of the hunting forums. The guy said, what about the, the 4K unit? And I was like, what are you talking about, the 4K unit? And this was uh, before a shot. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, there's one coming. I'm like, man, I don't know about it. Well, sure enough, there actually is. Uh, there is going to be another unit uh, sometime later. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've heard later this year. I, I'm not sure. This is what I do know. I know that we weren't given pricing on it. We weren't allowed to order it. They didn't have it. They don't even have a prototype of it. So uh, what I was basically told is this is the Wraith and this is what we've got. We might have another, you know, uh, high definition or higher definition unit later, but I'm not going to hold my breath on that. Doesn't mean that it won't just, <clears throat> excuse me, <coughs> show up in a month or two. Uh, I don't think that's likely. I think it's it's most likely yeah. if that unit comes, it will be uh, very much later this year. I, I mean, would, let's just, you know, we just don't know anything more than that. I, I tell you, uh, Pulsar and Sightmark, they must have done one heck of a marketing job on that because, you know, we hadn't talked about the Wraith very much at all, uh, you know, right. other than it's coming out. Right after the shot show, you just get you got bombarded with pre-orders on that thing, and we haven't even talked about it, you know? I but, have more... <laughs> pre-orders for that unit and i'm only back from shot when I mean, we're recording this on tuesday night i'm only back from shot i guess you know two business days i have more pre-orders on that unit than probably any any night vision or uh thermal you know scope that i've ever sold i mean i that may not be true maybe not any by the end of the time but i mean a lot it's mm -hmm. crazy everybody's excited about that unit Guys were calling today, put me down. And, you know, speaking of that, 
that's something that, that Hans and I need to talk about. We are at Outdoor Legacy going to be taking pre-orders on all of the new scopes. That goes from the, the Envision Halos, uh, the, the Atlases, the, uh, you know, all of the Axions, Thermions, the Wraith. We're going to be taking pre-orders on that. We are going to, uh, we're working out the, the finer details right now. Hope to have all that in place by the time this airs or, or maybe right after uh, working within, uh, you know, Outdoor Legacy store and shopping cart to get everything where we can do pre-orders. Uh, we are, uh, you know, we're not going to charge, you know, the whole amount up for anything like that. We may have a very small deposit that we require and but we call us if you're interested in one of these here's the deal and this is going to sound again like a big sales pitch but if you want one of these units and you want to be one of the first people to have them and you want it in a timely manner you need to get on the list because when they come out they're going to be in limited supply and whoever gets them is going to sell them people are going to be hunting them and if you're the kind of guy who says you know what i want to wait i'm going to let everybody look at them and if they're good then i'll buy them later that's perfectly fine too. But the thing to know is if these things do come out in later summer, July, August, maybe September, then there's not going to be time to wait and see and then still get one before fall. Mm-hmm. Because every just, it's just the way it is uh, come October, November, December, January, things are nuts. So you probably be waiting until the spring. That's perfectly fine. I'm not pushing you to buy a scope sight unseen. But what I am saying is if you know you want one, you might as well get in line, and if yeah. you don't do it with me, do it with somebody else, a reputable, high-volume bomb-and-pop dealer. Don't go to one of the big-box stores. Uh, don't don't go to you know one of these big online corporate deals. I'm not going to name their name and give them credit on this show, but go to a high-volume, reputable mom-and-pop dealer that, that deals directly you know, with the companies and, and get in line. And I would like you to choose outdoor legacy, but if you don't, I'm just, I'm just giving you advice on how to get one and and how to get one in a timely manner, because I've been down the road, uh, over the years with these, these rollouts and stuff normally comes trickling in and then everybody wants it and it's like too late. And then it's this mad scramble to try to go get it. I think that's the, the biggest misperception that I've been noticing is that people think when there's a new product and it finally hits the dealers that they have so much stock in it that they're just sitting on it. But this stuff trickles in, uh, you know, it's not, uh, a, an 18 wheeler doesn't pull up at the door at the warehouse yeah. at outdoor legacy gear and drop off hundreds of scopes. It trickles in yeah. a little at a time. So get on. They the don't list. back up an 18 wheeler load at, at Pulsar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it, it is not like that. Yeah. So it, it is not at all. So call and get put on the, the pre-order list. Like I said, uh, you know, those, your buddies going to have one and then you're going to decide you want one and, uh, you're going to be several months behind, but you can call Jason at eight seven seven three five zero. 1818 uh get on the list we've got people calling all the time right now wanting to get on the list for these different scopes so uh call in and get that done and and if you want to wait hey here's the deal if you want more info hans and i are going to be bringing it out all that we can we're mm-hmm. going to talk next week more in depth about some of the different models some of the specs on them and kind of lay that out i know there has been some confusion everything has just been like really fast we're going to try to go through just a little bit slower you may say hey this is redundant i've already read this online um that's fine if you already know but there's trust me there's a lot of guys who don't and uh, you know they don't they don't have the time or maybe the ability to dig through and 
find this info on their own. So we're going to try to lay those specs out. Maybe that'll help somebody. And, and obviously, if we can get our hands on any kind of demo units, we're going to do that. And, you know, if you if you want to wait and hear our reviews on them, hey, we totally understand. We're, we're all for that. We're just telling you to, to keep it in mind. If, you know, when you make your decision, go jump on the list. Right, exactly. So uh, we good, Jason? We get everything I out there? I think we're good. I think okay. uh, we talked about everybody that, uh, you know, in this industry went and saw. I think yeah. it was a great show. I think that, you know, I want to thank the National Shooting Sports Foundation for all they do for this industry and, uh, you know, putting on the SHOT Show. It is a giant, giant event. Mm-hmm. I really don't even understand how something like that, uh, you know, can, can be put on. And the one thing I was, we were on the plane ride back, I was talking to my wife and, you know, every year, I mean, she, she's amazed about it too. And she says, how do they set all that up in there? You know, again, it's, it's multiple levels and yeah. it's, it's, it's just huge. Yeah. And uh, she said, I don't understand how they start at, and by the way, folks, they have, there's pictures of them setting this up. There were 18 wheelers and a lot of 18 wheelers backed into this convention center, like in the thing, like they can turn around and do donuts in there. It's so big. And she said, how do they set those things up? And I said, I don't know. I said, but think about this. What if you started laying those things out and you got off about six inches and then by the time, and every time you got off another inch or two, I said, and you got to the middle yeah. And you realize we're going to run out of room. I said, it'd take you a month to go back and move everything over. I was like, they have, I'm sure they have some way of doing that, but Man. it's a good thing that Jason Robertson is not in charge yeah, of it. I can exact, tell you that. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, it's Vegas, man. Those guys can build anything out there. So. That, that, there you go. Good well, point. Uh, thank you all for joining us this week. Again, this is episode 39, the post-game show, uh, talking about the SHOT Show. Join us next week. We're going to continue the conversation about some of the products that you talked about and uh, we talked about on the show today. I I know we got some interviews. I know it's been a while since we've done interviews, but we've got several people that we're going to be having on the show coming up. So stay tuned to that. But y'all have a good week. We'll see you next week. Stay safe in the field and keep making them bacon pancakes. 